Welcome to the Gonzo Chronicles. I'm your host, Cyrus Alderwood, the official spokesman for Generation X. Stick around. It's going to get weird, as always. Welcome to another episode of the Damn Gonzo Chronicles. And it's only Monday, but guess what? If we can already give away the Asshole of the Week award, right? So uh, today, you know, Amy Cody is here. Amy, actress, like horror movie fanatic. She loves 80s music more than any dude she's ever dated. (laughs) Amy, would you like to tell everybody who the Asshole of the Week is on a Monday, no less? Let me give you a hint. He has his theme song is, um, how does that theme song go? <laughs> oh my God, I was just singing it. I can, I can, hear, the, I can hear the yeah. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air in my head. Born yeah. and raised in the playground is where I spend most of my days. Yeah. Wow. Mr. Mr. Will Smith. Yeah, Mr. Deadshot himself, right? From Yeah. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, suddenly his badass characters seem a little less badass today. Now, if I'd have said coming in here, like, hey, asshole of the month, can you guess? I'm like, normally any given week, I hate to sound political, but say Joe Biden, and that'd be a damn good guess. But today, Will Smith takes the cake. All right, you want to tell everybody what this prick did last night, for those who don't know? Okay, so here's the thing. Um, You know, Chris Rock, he's a comedian. He he makes stupid jokes with people, and he makes fun of people, but... Last night at the Oscars, he said, what, one thing to Jada Pinkett Smith, and it wasn't anything offensive, in my opinion, and Will Smith was laughing at first, you've seen him, and it wasn't like a smart-ass laugh, it wasn't like, oh, you motherfucker, he was cracking up as he just got told a funny joke, and he turns to his wife, his wife is like, oh my god, this is so annoying, and then he gets pissed off, he walks on stage, and he smacks the shit out of Chris Rock. Yeah. All right, this is what kills me, right? This is what kills me. I, I want to read this tweet that went out from, um, if I can find it again. Yeah, here it is. Maria Shriver, we all know her, right? You know, famous uh, uh, newscaster and, and uh, news journalist. She said, we should never get to a place where we sit and watch a movie star hit someone on global television, then moments later get a standing ovation while talking about love. Now, <laughs> mind you, like, one of the reasons I think this guy is the biggest wuss for doing what he did, this guy trained to play Ali. Trained for, like, six, eight months. The guy is, what, 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, and Chris Rock, comedian, what is he, like, a buck, 150 ring and wet? I mean, what is he, like, 5'7"? Yeah, if that. That's, see, that's the thing. That's the thing. He knew, Cyrus. He knew Will Smith had 
he knew he had power over him because was is he going to walk up there with Dwayne Johnson hit if he said something about his wife? Hell Never. No. Hell he had no. he felt he felt power over over Chris because Chris is obviously way smaller build and he doesn't he's not as muscular as Will Smith is and he knew that he could get away with it. Then, like you said, five minutes later, not even he gets a standing ovation for some bullshit speech that he said about love and oh love makes you do crazy things you're married to the devil first of all first of all you're married to the devil and love makes you do crazy things that is ridiculous like you assaulted a human being on that stage and you got away with it on live television you got away with it yeah 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 if that's Dwayne Johnson up there he doesn't pull that you know who else he wouldn't pull that crap with I guarantee if Joe Rogan was up there and dropped that G.I. Jane joke you think Joe Rogan would take a bitch slap to the face like that? Hell no. Well, for I mean, I mean, the uh, Chris Rock took it like a champ. I mean, he, me personally, I would have had a reaction to it. I would have jumped on his back. Did I would have done something or said something to the effect like when he when Will Smith was saying, "You better keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth." I would have said, "Well, that didn't stop your the guy that was." tailing her from behind screaming her name does it so i guess it's just me you don't want me screaming her name you don't want me saying her name yeah did she she was on a show talking about a guy that she cheated on her husband with like half his age okay mm-hmm. listen and and the, their so-called open marriage i mean to me i understand defending your wife's honor if she had some freaking honor to defend like at this <laughs> I point i don't think so and you know it's not like because she was bald that was the joke the gi jane joke but it's not like she was bald because of cancer. Like I, I get where that would be a little outside of the room. That's where that's where you don't. That's where you shut your mouth and don't don't joke about that because you don't. But like she has an autoimmune disease that attacks your hair follicles. She is not going to die from it. She does not feel sick over it. It is just something where she has a hard time growing her hair out. She cut her own hair. She shaved it. It didn't fall out. She shaved it because it was starting to come out. And I understand defending your wife's honor if there was something to defend. She, the, he, Chris Rock said nothing. Son, nothing wrong in my opinion. He gave her a compliment. GI Jane, hell yeah! I mean, I would love to to be like, oh, he thinks I should be a GI Jane. Who wouldn't? Yeah, Who I mean, it's, yeah. I was just, I just thought, what, what a wuss to go up there and do that. Now, I mean, I, if I, I would, I didn't think there was a problem with the joke, but you know what? If Will Smith come up there, I'm, like, I'm sure Will Smith would probably kick my ass too. But if he comes up and smacks me in the face, we're damn sure gonna find out. Like, I don't know I how mean, he went on. Hosting the show, like, there was no problem. Like, yeah, kudos to him, man. He was a real champ about that. Um, he was the adult. You know, he he should get some credit because he, you know, didn't say anything back other than when Will Smith was like, keep your wife's name out of my mouth or out of your yeah. mouth. He was like, I, I, I will. I'm not. I'm not going to say anything. Like, I'm just very petty when it came, comes to that. I just, I would have, I would have came back to it. But, you know, Chris Rock didn't. He didn't. And, you know, he's a comedian. Move on. He, he gets paid from fucking fucking around with people. Yeah. And, you know, like, I remember the last time there was a real honest moment at the Oscars was when Ricky Gervais ripped every one of them a new ass about three years mm-hmm. ago. That was great. That was great. Yeah. You know, the thing, the, the Oscars, this is what gets me about this, this bullshit, I guess, double standard woke type of attitude from Hollywood. The Oscars, they came out a little bit later on and they tweeted out, the Academy does not condone violence of any form. Okay, now if that's the case, Amy, uh, when are they going to strip Harvey Weinstein of every one of his Oscars? Um, or exactly. How, or how about any one of these uh, Hollywood celebrities that uh, piled around with Jeffrey Epstein, the pedophile and human trafficker? 
Are you going to strip? Are you going to strip them of those? Um, see, so it's all just a ruse and BS. And you know, because it's all acted. Like I, I started to wonder. I mean, was that could that have even been a staged event? Because some people think it was. Because I mean, he looked like he really gave him a haymaker, but the little guy still standing didn't even have a bloody lip, you know. So I just I I, I seen those comments too about it being staged, but I feel like it's not. That's in my personal opinion, just because of how everything went down, you know, and what are they going to gain for? I just, maybe, I don't know. I know the Oscars is bullshit. It's nothing but political and it's just nothing but what's going on. Everyone in this world are pussies. I'm sorry to say it, but like grow up and and get some balls, get some balls. Nobody can take a joke anymore. Like where's the eighties and nineties going? Where are they? Yeah. When we all got along. (laughs) Like Everyone got along and everyone took jokes and like, you know, I love Chris Rock. I'm a huge Chris Rock fan. I liked Will Smith. I loved some of his movies. Um, I, I have no respect for him anymore. I think he's a piece of shit. Um, I think he should be banned. And I thought he should have been taken out of the office. He should have been escorted out. Like a, if that was a typical human being, yeah, typical, like people like us, peons, nobodies of the world, uh, if that were us, we would have been held accountable. He assaulted another, ma- another uh, human being on, on, on national TV. How come he wasn't, he didn't get in trouble? Yeah, he gets Why? Because he's Will Smith? It's because he's an actor? Because he has money? Yeah, he, and, you know, he didn't apologize to Chris Rock, but he apologized to everybody watching. He should have apologized to Chris Rock. I mean, Chris, Chris Rock deserves a lot of apologies in numerous forms. A letter, a fucking phone call, a, a handwritten apology, a, a, a public a, apology. He a brand new it. Tesla. Right? A brand new Tesla oh. in the driveway. Something. It's not like Will Smith. It's not like, I mean, if he if he turned around and sued him for assault, the New York Police Department already said yes. We we will investigate if he decides to press charges. But he said he wasn't going to. Which you know, tip of the cap to him. People sue each other yeah. for everything these days. So I'm glad he's not going to do that. But um, the amount of money he could get out of Will Smith for suing him, and and the you know the I, he probably would get jail time. Like he's rich, so he's going to get a slap on the wrist and pay mm-hmm. the man you know three million for damages. Because he probably just ruined Chris Rock's career hosting anything going forward, too. Um, actually, your audio. I can't hear your audio. Oh, God. Hold there on we one go. second. Sorry. There we go. There we go. But um, you know what I'm looking forward to, though, Amy, is the jokes that, that uh, not just not Chris Rock, but who's the other? Uh, um, Bill Burr. I can't wait to hear what he says, like some of his comedy. Um, Dave Chappelle. I wonder what Dave Chappelle's going to say about this. There's going to be so many Will Smith and Jada Pinkett jokes. It's I can't. Oh wait. my god! Yeah, there's going to be. I really hope that Chris Rock does a skit about this. I really do. Like, I hope he brings in Adam Sandler or Davis Spade. I hope he brings in all of his guys because you know they're all like best friends. And I hope that they do. I'm sorry, Will Smith deserves it. That that was wrong. That was that was. There's nothing right about it. There's no. He's defending his wife for what? Yeah. For what? Do you defend her when she cheated on you numerous times? What do you, what are you defending? He didn't say anything wrong. It's a joke. I don't it's think. A skin, yeah. it's, a, it's a joke. Nobody can take a joke these days. So from now on, I mean, nobody watches the Oscars hardly anyway. I mean, I wasn't watching it. I had to find out about this when I got up this morning. But, you know, nobody watches mm-hmm, it. Me too. This is why. But so now we're not allowed to even tell a joke at that thing because we're afraid we're going to offend somebody. This is how far left woke Hollywood goes. And, you know, the, the guy needs to understand and, and a lot of the, I guess a lot of these, these folks that are that, that high up on the celebrity chain. I just read an article about two weeks ago that 64% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. 
So all these paycheck to paycheck people are the ones lining up in the movie theaters to pad their damn pockets. When they tell them that they're dumb, they ridicule them over politics, uh, you know, anything and everything that they can run over the common person for, tell them how to vote, how to think, be woke. Like, you know, when you're walking in somebody's shoes that lives paycheck to paycheck, then you can tell me what you think and I'll take you seriously. Until then, stop preaching to people while you get on your jet to go talk somewhere about climate change. Stop, you know, Hollywood. When you're flying to Paris to freaking have dinner in your private jet, it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. And you watch an assault 10 minutes later, you're applauding the guy who did it because he's talking about it. It's just Hollywood. Hollywood is a disgusting, evil, nasty place. So speaking of acting, what do you got going on in your on your in your repertoire right now? What are you doing? Um, I mean, I have a few films booked. Um, one of them being a Leatherface film. So I'm excited. I don't think that one's gonna start filming until I want to say the end of August, maybe beginning of September. Um, and then another film called Wrath of Innocence. It's not a horror, which is weird for me, but it's there's gonna be a lot of bloodshed. That's all I can say about it. So you know, I just got some things lining up and it's, it's been a good year so far and I'm really throwing myself out there in a different way and it's really positive for me and, you know, I just have a lot of positive feedback from a lot of people and, you know, getting contacted for doing interviews and, and, and being in films and auditioning and stuff. So it's been really, it's been really positive. How have you been? Uh, just living the dream. Just living the dream. I've been keeping busy with the day job. So that's, that's kind of uh, been kind of, got in the way of uh, some of the creative stuff, but I've got a couple of book signings coming up soon. Um, so good. Th- that's good. I haven't done one of those since about halfway through the pandemic, when everybody was scared to go outside. I'm like, screw it. I'm going outside, bring my books. Mm-hmm. I'll see you there. And, um, <laughs> but uh, no, I did that, but I haven't done it like in about a year or so. So I'm uh, I'll be back out doing some book signings over May and June. And that's then awesome. uh, later on in the year, I've got a new book I'm working on with a co-writer, and I keep promising everybody my next dick book is coming out. The Gonzo Chronicles Barry Dick. So um, <laughs> I've been working on volume three, but this other book has been taking some time. And, um, I'm just doing the thing with my nonprofit and then uh, and then the you know, Vista Front business, the investment advisor business. So but fun stuff, man. I'm just living the dream. I keep busy and I have, you know, life's good. I can't complain. No. And I, I mean, we woke up this morning, so we can't complain. Damn right. I, I, that's just, you know, can I tell you this is kind of, I know you got to run here, but um, I've been doing this new challenge. And uh, if for folks listening, this might be interesting too. You and I, I, we, I shared a couple of books with you and you were telling me some of the stuff you read. And, and uh, I started this book uh, called The Magic. And it was this 28 day challenge about changing your mindset to look at the world. Like you can't control everything around you, but you control the way you react and the way you see things. So it's a 28 day challenge of gratefulness. So every morning I've been getting up, I've been writing 10 things down that I'm grateful for. And it doesn't have to be big things. It can just be like tiny things, you know, like things that you, you take for granted. You know, I saw a guy shopping in the, the grocery store who was in a wheelchair. Like, you know what? I have legs. I might be a lazy bastard, but I have legs. I can walk anywhere I want to go. <laughs> I can go hiking if I want to, if I felt so inclined, you know, I can, I can drive to the grocery and do things that this guy cannot, cannot do on a daily basis. So I'm you know, just being grateful for that grateful for catching that's really good for you to do that's really good to that you're doing that I mean maybe I'll try it because we go through day day by day and you know these little things that we don't think that are even important or we're even taking advantage of we might not necessarily be trying to take advantage of but we are because we have it it's at our disposal but like like you said the guy in a wheelchair we have legs we can go hike a mountain we can go running we can go do 
yeah. swim and do things like he can't, you know, and, and, you know, we just have to be grateful because it can be taken away very quickly. And yeah, we, yeah, we take so much for granted, but like day to day, it's like the annoying things that just suck the energy out of us. And we, I, I don't know if we start looking at things and like give less energy to that stuff, the day is so much better. I've been doing this for seven straight days and I've noticed, I've noticed a difference. just like in the afternoon, I'm like, Oh, that's awesome. Or, instead of being like, yeah, that dick just pulled out in front of me. You're like my road rage has <laughs> gone down a little bit. You know? Like, I, I don't think get- that's ever, my road rage will always probably say like, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm that way though. If something bad happens or I, even if I stub my toe, I'm like, God damn it. You know, I start like, that just ruins me for like two hours. You know what I mean? This whole Will Smith, Chris Rock thing is just really fucked me up a little. It's really screwed me all day. It's going to take me a while to like be okay with all this. But like, you know, I, I have to do what you're doing. I think that's a good idea. I think just, you know, writing down what you're grateful for and praising but, that, you know. Yeah, but it's, a, it's been a fun exercise. So I'm going to do, I'm gonna keep doing it for the month and see, just, I don't know, just talk about the changes of the person's attitude from, you know, one month to the next. And, you know, just, uh, Anyway, I thought it was interesting. I just thought I'd toss that up for whoever gave a shit. I thought that was, I think that's awesome. I mean, I definitely give a shit. I mean, I am, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Yeah, I'll send you the link to the book if you want it. And uh, yeah. we'll go from there. But Amy, I know you got to run. You said you had an appointment uh, coming up. And there I'm we are. sorry. That's okay. There you are again. All right. <laughs> we keep Jeez. disappearing. But um, but anyway, but I certainly appreciate it. And for those that don't know, I, I, in the intro, I said, uh, Amy loves 80s music more than any dude she's ever dated. You should see the <laughs> badass Def Leppard shirt she's got on. So you talk Woo! about it, but it's awesome. And it's, it reminds me of some of the stuff when I buy when I was a kid. I actually I saw them and Joan Jett opening up for me. Oh wow. Yeah, I love, I mean, Def Leppard, you know, is my all-time favorite 80s band. I mean, I know there's somewhere in the world you can go that still lives like they're in the 80s. I mean, there's got to be somewhere I can go that they still live back then I'm, I'm still looking out for it but uh you're welcome to come back let's <laughs> like do, do an 80s show sometime because uh yeah. I, I do love doing i wrote a book about the 80s i don't know if you do this I, I don't i did not know i totally wrote it i wrote it under my real name not my pen name um but it was called the ultimate 80s and i went through the whole 80s with uh, like i broke it up into four sections like music movies fads and fashions and uh, and like it, it reads like a trivia book I go year by year in each category. And it was so cool. Wow. It was fun to write. I'll dig it's on it's available on Kindle. So but I have to um, check that out. Yeah, hells yeah. So do you have a Kindle? You read on Kindle? No. Um, no. no. All right. Well, no. All right. Is it like an app? Do you just download it? Uh no, it's actually a little device you buy from Amazon. Oh. And then okay. when you buy a Kindle buy version, yeah, it's just like an ebook and it, it holds like thousands. I've got like four hundred books online. So and oh, like, wow, you yeah, buy, like yeah, what you'd normally pay, like, I don't know, like 20 bucks for a paperback or whatever, you probably get the Kindle version anywhere from five to 10. So you save a bunch of money. So that's awesome. I love my Kindle. Amy, thanks for coming on. I hope you have an awesome day. And uh, you too. We'll do an 80s show. I'll even break yeah, out. My, getting... I'll break out my Tesla t shirt that don't fit because <laughs> I, I, I have this one and I, I got this one from the store and then I seen a Motley Crew one. So I got the Motley Crew one. And because I love Motley Crue, like I said, I, I got a bunch of CDs yesterday at the store and I was just in hog heaven. I was like 80s everywhere. I got Def Leppard and just everything. I mean, it was just, it's crazy. It's crazy that I bought CDs in 2022. When I was a kid, my big sister drugged me to every concert at Johnson City Freedom Hall in Tennessee. And I've been, I've seen so many 80s hair bands. It is ridiculous. How, 
Like name a hair band. I bet I've seen them. I've seen Poison five times. Wow. Yeah. You know who I love? I would love to have seen was Damn Yankees because they were one of my favorites. Seen them. Oh, seen, I hate you. I've seen Ted, <laughs> Ted Nugent. Ted Nugent is like my dream. I've seen I've seen Uncle Ted twice. Uh, and he rocked both times, man. Uh, I mean, he's Dan- still he's he's so he's so great. I mean, he's just uh, he's still good looking. Do you remember the Bullet Boys? And that song "Smooth Up." Yeah. Uh, how about Britney Fox? Remember them? Yes. All right. Seen them. Seen Warren. Seen Trickster. Warren. Seen you seen Warren? I, oh my! I met Cheap Trick. I met the singer from Cheap Trick. No, no kid. That have not seen Cheap Trick. Oh my God, they're so great. I was doing work. I was actually acting. I was doing a film and they were performing there like they were pretending they were doing a concert and they were like doing their thing. I was like two rows away from them. I was like, oh my God, everybody there was like so young and shit. They didn't know who that was, not who it was. And I'm like, you don't know who Cheap Trick is? You don't even belong here. Like this is like, it felt like a physical concert to me. You know, I felt like they were really doing their thing, but it was just them, you know, being in a film and I ended up talking to the the singer and I was just like, I love you guys. <laughs> you know? What's his name? Robin something. Yeah. It's a, what a great band. Amazing band. But yes, um, very good. All right. Keep rocking. Amy. I know I pushed you up right against the window of your appointment. Sorry about that. You're totally, you're fine. And like, like I said, let's get the 80 show together and we can, we can talk for a while about that. Oh yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah. So we, yeah, we'll put it, we'll put a date to it. If you're not busy, you're coming up in the next handful of days. Okay. Right. I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm busy like this weekend. Oh, good. I'll get some beers. We'll do a show. I love to drink some margaritas. Margaritas. Right. That's right. Hey, everybody. Thanks again for tuning into the Gonzo Chronicles. I really appreciate it. Amy, thanks for stopping by. And uh, yeah, I hope, uh, hope, hope your peeps that listen to this, enjoy the show. Enjoy our rant. Yeah. Yes. We got yes. plenty more coming. <laughs> Asshole of the week. All right. Take care. everyone. Bye. <laughs>